الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ومن احسن قولا ممن دعا الى الله وعمل صالحا وقال انني من المسلمين صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم فوالله لا يهدي الله بك رجلا واحدا خير لك من حمر النعام وكما قال عليه الصلاه والسلام الحمد لله All praises be to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are seated here with a concern for deen. The average parent has a dream that my child must get that pretty degree that will be followed by one rosy salary. And then I will take everything easy. That's one dream. I mean, that's the dream. Allah forgive us. the secular studies of the child becomes the focus and allah forgive us the child's iman the child's islam the child's madrasa the child's maktab that's placed aside understand when the world becomes the goal many a time what's the end result we end up uh, producing children that are entries not cars scars money making machines children without any feeling without any values without any qualities and then those same children later on they will deposit those parents in old age homes and maybe if there's a bit of guilt they will substitute what's the substitute uh, they'll substitute love service time uh, with the, the temporary things of the world our south african jamaat went to america so they come to this area so they meet this muslim elderly man he's staying in a huge home he's got cars servants so he tells the jamaat you can see all these you see my children gave me i gave them degrees they gave me luxuries But right now you ask me what's my heart's cry. Take all of these away. Just give me uh, a moment with my child. Allow me to hug my grandchild. But they're too busy. Busy in the degrees and the salaries. So what was the dream? At the end of the day, uh, every parent wants best for the child. So what's the best definition of best? This Nabi Akareem Sallam teaches us that the best gift a father can give a son is good manners. When you speak of good manners, we're speaking of original, real. And this we'll only learn from Nabi Akareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You see, there's three beautiful lines. So first line is, man learned how to fly in the sky like a bird. with his jets and planes and then line number 2 man learned how to 
swim like a fish in the sea with his boats and his ships. And line three is the most beautiful. But man forgot how to walk on earth like a human being with feelings, with that human touch. See, it's only the deen of Allah at the end of the day will teach the child uh, the value of a mother, the respect for a father. Deen. And that starts off in the foundation of the maktab, the madrasa. You find in the time of Nabi Akareem, sallallahu a person enters the fold of Islam. One of the main concerns of Nabi Akareem, sallallahu and the new Muslim was learning the deen. In the time of Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Abu Bakr, it was done more informally. Whenever there was a need, then a sahabi of Nabi or a few companions would be sent. And that need of learning and teaching would be fulfilled. However, in the time of Umar, now it became a bit more formal, taking the shape of a maktab, a madrasa. And we are so fortunate till today, mashallah, we have this beautiful system running. A child from as young as four and five is learning the basics. And not just the basics. Do you know how powerful it is that our little children can read Quran in the original, in that Arabic, in the beauty it was revealed. No other religion can come near what a Muslim is enjoying. And then our country, South Africa, Allah Ta'ala further blessed us. We have such a maktab system that is running. You find Muslims from around the world, from Muslim countries, even Arab countries. They'll come to South Africa to learn the maktab system and then they go back trying to bring it alive. Uh, when our jamaat was in Palestine, so I won't forget those Palestinian fathers. So with tears rolling out their cheeks, they say to us, uh, you in South Africa, you have African children from Christian homes who can recite Quran because of the maktab system that is run. We in Palestine... We have Arab children from Muslim homes who can't read Quran because the maktab system is missing. So we have a system running. The question to be asking, how much are we appreciating? It should never be that for some sport or some extra activity. That every week my child is absent one day, two days from the madrasa. And even worse, Allah forgive us at times. At times we place the child in one private Christian school and then the child is completely deprived of a maktab foundation. This happened in one of our maktabs. The father comes into the marasa crying with his grade 7 daughter. But that same father, two years prior, he took his daughter out of the maktab because now the daughter was placed in a private Christian school, so the father felt uh, now it's focused towards in that direction. He comes crying, why? Now that daughter loved reading, and she was in a Christian school, so Christian friends. And those Christian friends gave her one Bible. Now she loved reading, and there was no maktab, no madrasa, so she had some extra free time. In that time she was busy studying Bible, so after two years she comes to the father, and she says to the father, uh, I don't believe in Islam anymore, I'm a Christian. So father can cry 
how much he wishes to cry. But he himself did the damage. So we need to be asking ourselves, what are we investing in that child? At times the child hardly has a foundation of Iman, of Islam. And then we cut that child off from any link to Allah, to Deen, to the basics. And then, you know, just now and then as fathers, as grandfathers, uh, we should ask ourselves, uh, when last we reminded our darling diamonds, you know, our daughters, our granddaughters, uh, they look here, your beautiful place is in the protection of the beautiful home. Otherwise, the wild world is taking our diamonds in every other direction. It's failed. The Western world has realized the failure in their system. And today, we are seeing and chasing, not realizing, it's already failed. Our Allah has given us a divine way of protection, a beautiful life. Now, outside Verlum, there's one location, Waterloo, phase 5. So I went to that madrasa. There was a 17-year-old youngster, so I called him to test him. And mashallah, he read Quran very well. So I asked him how you got the Quran so well. So he says to me, Molana, because I'm a Muslim, I could make up my friends or drink something else. So I asked, okay, what's happening? What was happening? So he says, Molana, after 12 at night, those friends were slaughtering and then drinking its blood, satanic rituals, worshipping the devil. So when he thought that, he said, Molana, the next day or so, I brought those friends into the madrasa. And now before I tell you what happened in the madrasa, it's a reminder and we have to keep on reminding. You see, right now in the world, the average singer is a Satanist physically worshipping the devil. It's no more just entertainment and relaxing and just listening. It's a very fine line. Iman or kufr? Belief or disbelief? Nevertheless, this youngster says, I brought those friends into the madrasa. He says to me, Molana, all I had to do was, I opened the Quran in front of them. Next thing, those friends became restless. And they ran out of the madrasa. You see in the morning, when the sun rises, the darkness of the night disappears. Those youngsters were in Satanism, darkness. Quran is beauty, full of nur and light. So the new Muslim youngster says to me, Molana, when I saw the power of just opening the Quran, I thought to myself, how much more power if I recite the Quran? And he said, I carried on reciting and mashallah, the Quran came fluent. And look what he tells me after that. This is a new Muslim. He says, Molana, I'm convinced my friends can try what they want to try. Tagati, black magic, jadu, whatever touch me. I have Quran. So this is a new Muslim. Got yaqeen, conviction in Quran. We are Muslim. Ask ourselves, what degree of conviction do we have in Kalamullah? The beautiful words of Allah. And uh, a signal of what conviction we have. The man who is convinced regarding something, He's always at it, always with it. Ask ourselves, when last were our hands blessed to open Quran? 
when last? You know, sometimes uh, as an example is given. That imagine in the morning when the home is emptied, children going to madrasa, father going to work, when the home is emptied. So at that time, if Quran, which is closed and kept in that cupboard, if it could make an announcement, probably it would have said, Oh inmates of the home, in the last 24 hours, you all went everywhere in this home, used everything. But none of you had the heart to come to me, open me, recite me. When last we had the heart to open Quran, recite Quran. So that's the first one. Second one, our Jamaat from Bellum, Tungat, surrounding areas. They went to Kenya. So they came to one village. So the Muslims in the village mentioned to the Jamaat that we needed to print the Quran. And the only printing press available was belonging to one Hindu. So they went to the Hindu. Could you print our Quran? So the Hindu agreed. But look what the Hindu does. He went to his printing press. He had the whole press washed clean. He told his workers, you better have a good bath tonight. Tomorrow you're printing Quran. So this is a Hindu showing respect to the printing of Quran. Some years later when that Hindu passed away. Allah protect us. We know they cremate, they burn the body. So they place that Hindu's body in the fire. Fire refused to burn the body. They tried second time, third time, nine times they tried. The body is not burning. So one of two things happened. Either that Hindu quietly became Muslim or Hindu showed respect to Quran. Allah allowed this much for that Hindu that in the world the fire of the world was not allowed to burn his body. That Hindu showing respect to Quran. We are Muslim. Ask ourselves, how much of respect does this heart of mine have for Quran? And just one quick test we can all run in the hearts. Uh, Ramadan that came and went. How many of us out of respect for Quran, the entire Ramadan, we stood behind the Imam and listened to Quran. Respect for Quran. Then our children, the last thing they must ever do is take that Quran and place it in the school bag. That bag is thrown on the floor behind their back. That child that's showing that degree of disrespect to Quran. What future do we expect for such a child? Deen. Everything linked to deen has to be shown the utmost respect. So respect for Quran. The third one, Mamun Rashid, he used to have gatherings in his court. Scholars were invited. One Jew attended. So at the end of the gathering, Mamun Rashid presented Islam to the Jew. The Jew refused to leave the religion of his forefathers. One year later, that Jew comes back to Mamun Rashid as a Muslim. So Mamun Rashid asked him the reason. So he says, my job, I'm a calligrapher, master in the art of writing. So I wrote three copies of the Jewish holy book. I went to the synagogue and those Jews 
when I made those copies, I changed it, made alterations. And those Jews with pleasure, they bought those three altered, changed books of theirs. Then he said, I wrote three copies of the Christian holy book. They call it Bible today. And with changes and alterations. And I went to the church. And those Christians with pleasure, they bought those altered, changed copies of Bible. Now he said, I then wrote, took the courage to write Quran. And I was changing Quran, altering and changing Quran. I took the changed Quran to the Muslim. Muslim took it and returned it. You changed it. When the Muslim did that, I was convinced. Quran has to be the book of Allah, protected by Allah. So I'm a Muslim today. We have the original. Quran in the original. That's one. Second one, uh, do you know how powerful the word Sanad is? In simple words, from every Molana right up to Nabi Muhammad wasallam. It's an unbroken link. When the Mulana is in the final year, the Ustaz of Hadith will give him the whole link. I studied Hadith from this teacher, this teacher, 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 right up to Nabi Muhammad wasallam. An unbroken link. Something which no other religion can come near. So the beautiful words of Nabi Muhammad we have original. No one can come near what we have. Now when we have original, if you look at the world out there, it's changing. It has to change. It's man-made and it's always changing. They're always trying to improve what a man is discovering and rediscovering and is continuing. And he's always trying to come to perfection. So the changing world, as a Muslim, especially in the last three years, we've seen things happening. When we saw what was happening, it's supposed to bring a deep resolution within the heart. That, oh Allah, from now till I die, I will never ever allow some man-made law to try and change Allah's law. Allah's divine law. I will never allow some changing man's laws. Man's laws always changing. To ever change Allah's law. And the second resolution, oh Allah, I'll never allow Man's research, minds, man's trial and error. He's always trying. And he's always trying to improve. Because he's full of deficiency in man's discoveries. So I'll never allow man's research and changing trial and error. To ever change the sunnah of my Nabi Kareem, which is original. As a Muslim, we have original. So we hold on to original. We don't allow the changing world to dilute our Islam. To rearrange our Islam, to play a game with the laws of Allah, with the beautiful sunnah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. When a Muslim is firm, the world can change. Muslim remains firm because we got direction, we got a destination, we have perfection, we have everything. It doesn't, uh, it's not in keeping with the honor of a believer, of a Muslim, that he ever looks in any other direction, that he goes around begging. Oh mankind, can you help us? We have Allah on our side. We are the most beautiful deen. So to end off where we started off, we started off with the maktab, the madrasa, the foundation of the child's iman. That child's iman has to be firm. Otherwise Allah protect us. 
that child who's not firm on his deen, then his changing world will be changing him all the time. So, the maktab, the madrasa, then the Qur'an, a firm resolution that, oh Allah, that connection and that contact with Qur'an. Minimum for the year, we need to complete two Qur'ans. And it's so easy. As a male, we read five pages every day. And easily, comfortably, we'll complete those two Qur'ans for the year. Just to end off, an elderly Afrikaner woman mentioned to a Muslim that we people were also like you people. What she meant to say, we Afrikaners, we also were good as you Muslim. Until, what she meant was, came to marriages, we had families, we had left divorces, we had running homes, until, until we sent our daughters to schools and colleges and universities. And they lost everything in that line thereafter. An intelligent person takes lessons from others. The fool becomes lessons for others. A Muslim is very intelligent. The world that is failing out there, we don't chase a failing world. We have Islam, which is full of beauty. We hold on to modesty, purity. Allah give us a correct understanding. Wa